On this episode of The Bonus Years, Brooke shares with us what she's learned during our recent sabbatical. Let's go. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bonus Years Podcast. My name is Ben. And I'm Brooke. And this is season two, episode two. Last week, we actually took a surprise, quote unquote, week off. So for those of you who were wanting to hear from us last week, we are sorry, but not sorry. For real. I'm learning that it's okay to deviate sometimes. Ooh, deviate. We just need to, we needed to wrap up our sabbatical. Wrap it up. And come home and not be driven by our schedule. We are not uh, so fancy that we are like weeks and weeks ahead here. Man. We're in the moment. To be in that world. Maybe one day. But for now, you're getting us almost like live. <laughs> Coming to you almost live. <laughs> almost live. It's the Bonus Years Podcast. Live. Never mind. I almost said something I shouldn't. Uh, today we're talking, we're going to talk about uh, the latest blog that was released, which uh, what was the title of that, babe? Now I know and won't let go. Now I know and I won't let go. 10 points for anyone who writes us a song yeah, for each blog. Uh, before we do that, conversation starters. Oh, here we go. You ready? Who's it brought to us by? Uh, your mom. Oh, Patty, if you're listening, <laughs> we love you. Got her. Uh, would you rather, you ready? Yes. Would you rather be gossiped about or never talked about at all? Gossiped about. Because at least I'm doing something interesting enough not to be forgotten. Having been gossiped about, man, that's just real life there. Right? What about you? Um, the other one, I mean, just seems so sad. I don't know if I really care if people talk about me at all. I mean, it seems better than being completely forgotten about altogether. I don't, it's not saying that. It it's says just never if no one about. ever talked about what's you. about What's the opposite of gossip? Speaking well of people. Boom. That's mine. But it's, it doesn't say never talked about Read badly. Between the lines. It says never talked about at all. Come meaning on, Jennifer. like you are forgotten. I'm going to start calling you Jennifer anytime I disagree with you. That sounds terrible. Okay. There are things I call you that I will not do on this podcast. Excellent. We'd have to bleep tee-hee. them out. Just kidding. Did you teehee? I did. Okay, good. Well, let's get to it today. So we're talking about the blog now I know and won't let go. Lessons from time away. Brooke, kind of set us up. What is this? Uh, what are you talking about? Well, for those of you who follow us on social, we took a family sabbatical for sure did. pretty much the month of September. We're back home. Uh, we are finally back home and it feels nice to be home. Um, but we we just knew this was a season that we needed to take advantage of uh, where we were all between jobs. And I was able to do this kid's school online. And we needed to get away and do a reset. So we, we did smashed it. Smashed that reset button. We slammed it so hard with our fist. Boom. If I had a gavel, I would hit it. Maybe uh, my friend Jason Crabb could give it back for just Shout blown out. it. Yeah. So that's it. We, I mean, we knew we needed a change. Um, we have been doing ministry nonstop, doing life nonstop, kind of jumped into parenting nonstop. Now I want to sing nonstop from Hamilton. After saying nonstop that many times. Oh my gosh. For those listening who don't know what a sabbatical is, can you kind of oh, describe yeah, yeah. what that's about? Well, um, in academia, mm. sabbatical is uh, a break, often a paid break, about every seven-ish years where you're not losing your job, but you really get like a whole year off. Um, 
in Bible times, uh, Sabbath is on the, you know, the seventh day, God rested on the seventh day. And then sabbatical came from that where uh, sometimes there was also, I'm not good at Bible history, so maybe you can help. You're really trying. There's a field. There's like the fields yeah. and the crops. I'm they also not good with farming. The seventh year. They yeah. gave the field a, t- a chance to rest yeah. so that it didn't overwork uh, the soil. Yeah, so we rested <laughs> so we won't overwork our own soil. I don't want to soil myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That I got was... our good gut laugh out of that one. So we just got uh, biblical and then giggled out of it. So we're still it's probably true to not who we right. Are. So if any of you know the yeah, there'll right be lots things, of angry letters please. in our mailbox. Yeah, we are not getting letters right now, so you guys are clearly not riled up enough. Well, I can help there. Get to it. Get to it. Riled up. So in this blog post, out of that sabbatical, now that we all know that that's not planting in your yard. Yep. <laughs> every seventh year, don't plant. That's flowers. what we did. We didn't plant. <laughs> um, out of that sabbatical. You've got some lessons that you don't want to lose. Yeah. So you shared those with us and yeah, you did. gave us kind of a tool out of that lesson. So we're going to go through each of those for all of you listening so that you have an opportunity to kind of pick this up as well. Yeah. Whether you read the blog or not. Totally. Okay. Because we just want to help you live We're going to read between life. the lines for those of you who have, who have read the blog. For those of you who haven't, you're going to pick it up. It's going to be great. So the first lesson learned was less social media. Talk yeah. about that. Let me just precursor this with all these are things I learned, but they're not things that everybody's going to want or need in their life. Yeah. So that's fair. we're just going to talk about us. And if it benefits you, we'd love that. Um, I tend to be the one of the two of us sitting at this table who don't enjoy posting on social. Um, Pre bonus years, you would probably would just see me like, like or comment occasionally, but not really True. post. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my family lived far away, they were like, you still alive? We haven't seen anything. Um, so what I learned while we were gone is that I actually really enjoyed not being caught up in social media. Um, the news. And then there was me who was posting like 400 things a day. <laughs> quite literally 400 per day. I can't help it. Seabrook's is, is, Seabrook is beautiful. It's true. And I love, I loved seeing your posts and wanted to like steal them for myself. But what I don't love is... Uh, the pressure I feel, yeah, um, to check in all the time, to be in tune with what everybody's saying and doing and what's going on. Um, and now, when you add the oh, political but climate, but when you add the political climate to yeah. it of like where we're at, I'm like, nobody's posting anything kind, positive, helpful in social media land. I would no, rather really. just read like a reputable source to what get my. What is a reputable source these days? No though. comment. <laughs> Dang it! You tried really. hard. I'm really trying to get some letters. Stir the pot. Written. Yeah, so um, I think learning to do bonus years and kind of build an audience in social media, yeah. uh, all the people, and I say the people meaning like every, in quote, expert, uh, says you got to post every day or you need to post on certain topics, but make it feel authentic. Like there were just so many like things. Um, and I felt like tapped out already. Yeah. And I've only been doing this a few months. When we got away from things, what I felt was re-energized. Yeah. And like I had a lot more clarity about what I wanted to say when I did say things. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that was worth it to just make a note in my phone like, oh, I do want to mention this when I post, but I'm not doing the let's post every day at the certain time when my audience is at their peak. And if I don't get comments, I need to, I don't know, it's a lot. Yeah. 
What's the tool for this one? So uh, there's some tools I use, and I'll just I'll reiterate what I wrote, um, that setting an external boundary helps reinforce an internal desire. Mm. So with, Write that down, guys. Yeah, write it down. Say it again. Setting an external boundary helps reinforce an internal desire. Wow. So I, lear- I learned what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, but then I needed some reminders mm-hmm. uh, because just knowing what we want isn't often enough to actually mm. follow through. So I knew I didn't want to be on my screen all day. So I have some gentle reminders on my phone now to remind me that I don't want to be on my phone because it's right. so easy just to pick it up. Um, so I, use, I have an iPhone, so I'm not plugging them or advocating for them. But if you have another kind of phone, get an iPhone. Like a garbage Android phone. <laughs> um, so there's a thing called downtime on iPhone where you can set specific times away yeah. during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just like when you pick your phone up, it reminds you you're doing, you know, you have downtime right yeah. now. And it's like, oh yeah, put your phone back down. Um, what freaked me out is when they started telling you how many times you pick up your phone throughout yeah, the insane. day. Um, and I realized I don't want to be that person. Um, another way I hacked my phone is um, you can go into your do not disturb while driving. And like, I think it starts out automatic. So like in your, if you're moving in a car, it knows. I changed mine to, and put it on my little swipe down menu mm-hmm. um, and changed the message to say, I'm away from my phone right now, but I'll get back to you when I can. Um, so I'm often not driving and I just swipe down on my phone, set that up. And then when I pick my phone up, it says, are you still driving? And I'm like, I'm not driving. Oh yeah, this isn't being being attentive to other things. And it lets people know, because for me, it's like, I don't want people to feel like I'm just ignoring them. Yeah. Uh, So if family or friends text, they get that notification and they're like, oh, she's not ignoring me. And if it's urgent, I can type urgent. So uh, email autoresponders are great. You used to do this a lot with your job where you said, I'm checking my email. People didn't like it very much. People don't like boundaries. Yeah. It makes them uncomfortable. And so just setting up an email responder, not to say I'm on vacation, but hey, I check my email at this time and this time each day. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can look for a response within this many days. And you and I both have done this recently, turning off our notifications. Yeah. We watched the movie, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Oh, if you haven't watched that. Go, and then you will probably pick your phone up and throw it into the woods. I doubt you will do that. Okay. Well, I digitally did that. I went through and like turned off every notification I could. I've had to turn some of them back on now that we're back in the reality of For the sure. real world. But there's a lot that I'm not going to turn back on because I don't need to know every time somebody likes something on Instagram. Yeah. Well, and I, I set up a reminder to check my email at certain times. Yeah. So I don't have to see that red badge with the number. Oh, yeah. That stresses me out. Yeah. Because then I'm like, I have to respond. I have to be Trust us. Your phone is way more peaceful to look at without all of those badges. Oh, it's so true. Uh, and this is stuff I coach people through too. Mm-hmm. These like productivity hacks. So It's a good one. And there's nothing wrong with being uh, less attached to your phone. That's true. It's a really good one. The next one's more whole food, not whole foods. Yes, not We're the not store. We're not sponsored by Whole Foods. That'd be dope. We don't even have one near here. They would not sponsor us. We are not the golden child. <laughs> We're not for Whole Foods. the candidates for Whole Foods. So uh, before we left for sabbatical, I noticed this trend in our kids where they would eat and then immediately be like, I'm hungry. Can I have a snack or can I have some candy? I want a treat. And I was like, I mean, you can't see my face. So that was not helpful. But oh, it, was, <laughs> it was really yeah. my, my very frustrated, annoying, annoyed, angry Her face. Her brow was furrowed. I furrowed my brow. Um, and 
And part of it, I know there's a delicate balance for people between like, you want your kid to be independent. So you want to put some snacks that they can reach. Right. When my health is not good and I don't feel well, I'm like, just go find something, you know. Which if you followed us on social media, you saw we radically transformed our pantry. We radically transformed our pantry. Part of that was to make sure that the good things that our kids could eat were there. Yeah. So pantries uh, upside down, basically. Uh, the things in reach are healthy. Um, and we're not, uh, well, <laughs> I would say edit this out, but this is really how I think. It's just mess. No, that's how people like it. Um, we we just kind of cut out processed prepackaged foods for the month. Yep. Uh, we meal planned. Yep. We prepped our food. Uh, it was not fun. I don't enjoy that part of the process. But during the week, it made it really easy to know, here are the five dinners we have to choose from. What are we in the mood to cook tonight? Um, and the kids knew if we don't eat this, we don't get more junk right. later. Um, we set snack times for them, which I tried to stick with too. Um, and then we, we also just, we're not trying to be like, I don't know, food Nazis. Right. Like we want to enjoy food. Food's good. We're foodies. Um, but to limit that to like, Hey, it's the weekend. We'll do something fun instead yeah. of like previously it was like, we ate a meal. Let's have a treat. Oh, we had dinner. Let's get ice cream. <laughs> Like that was kind of the norm for us. So the tool, uh, the tool here is really planning ahead. Um, Sundays tend to be my meal prep day. Saturday would be ideal, but my brain just doesn't work that far ahead sometimes. Yeah. Um, so today uh, we're recording on a Sunday right now. Today I sat down. I figured out what we wanted to eat, what staples. I made kind of a list of staple items that I need to look through every week. Mm-hmm. And I ordered our Instacart. Yeah. Um, Instacart's amazing. Yeah. We do the monthly plan. So delivery is free because that helps me manage my energy and my health. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth every penny. Um, and now um, I know the rest of the week, like here are our lunch options. Here's what we're having for dinner. Uh, here are the snacks and the times we have snacks. Kids, leave me alone. Dun da da da. Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. That's been uh, really challenging for us, but I think. Ultimately, we all feel better when we eat better. We really do. Write that down. Feel better when you eat better. Ben Garad. <sighs> Hashtag, he's the best. Next one is more fresh air. Ooh, mm. I kind of want to ask you about this one. Yeah? Because this one's a big deal to you. I love fresh air. Uh, tell us about Seabrook and what's different than our normal routine when it comes to like being outside. Uh, we do it. We go outside. <laughs> That's true. That is the difference. A lot of going outside. Um, We didn't drive. Yeah. I mean, Seabrook is designed that way. It's designed to inspire people to ride, bike, but not really drive in a car. We drove to to the grocery store once a week. Once a week. And so everything else was walking distance within town. Um, I really enjoy being outside. And so for me, it was just really, not only was it opportunistic to go outside, but also, Seabrook is such a beautiful place that That's like, true. the beauty of what I was getting to walk around was really a huge part of that. You know, and it's a safe place to walk. There's no, you know, 50 mile an hour road right outside, like at our house, where when I go for a walk, it's like I try to avoid that road as much as possible because, yep. you know, don't want to get hit by a car and die. Thank but, you for that. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, and Seabrook, it's, it's just really a great chance to do that and the kids love it and so it was really easy for us to step outside for 30 minutes at a time throughout the day um hop on a scooter mm-hmm. go for a bike ride for me i'm not a, a camping person like that's an understatement i think everyone listening was shocked 
shock and awe. Yeah. Uh, they paused it so that they could. I don't do outdoorsy things, but we had our windows open a lot because there was no AC. Mm-hmm. And um, I enjoyed going for walks like through the woods with the kids. Yeah. Which was pretty fun. Um, and so like just not having to be somewhere at a certain time, I think is what I gained from breathing fresh air. Like I would just put my phone in, in my pocket and leave it in there. And I didn't have anywhere to be. So we'd just take our time on a trail and end up at the beach one day, completely soaking wet. <laughs> it was delightful. Yeah. That yeah. was crazy. That was crazy. So so what's a tool for people? Um, okay. Tool. A short walk. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing what you need. So I think the connection is what I need from the what you get when you're outside and um, just not being on a clock. So when people go for a run or go for a walk unless they're training, they can often just do it and clear their head and think. So the tool is just to like leave your phone at home, you know, walk with your kids, connect, be grateful, talk about what you're grateful for. Um, yeah. The tool is do it. <laughs> Isn't that the nice? The tool is do it. More and, fresh air, do it. And for it. some people, I, I think it's important if it is something you need to time, like time it and do it. Not like, don't be like, oh, I don't have all day to go on a walk. For sure. So I'm not going to go. That's good. Like for me, uh, the, is the opposite there. Cause like even my walks, I knew how long I had and I was trying to get a certain goal. Cause I, by the way, closed my rings on my Apple watch, my activity marker yep. every day, but one when we were in Seabrook. That's awesome, babe. I didn't realize yeah. that. And now that we're home, that's a lot harder to do. But there sure. I was really, I had the space and the time. So it was a priority. I mean, you know, we would get home and we'd put the kids to bed at night and I'd be like, I'm sorry, I have to go on a walk to close my rings. And you're like, oh. I was like, I need to eat some popcorn. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> then I would soon. go and, you know, it was dark and I would go for a walk um, to be able to do that. That was a goal I had. So for me, it was it was great to be outside. But I also had like a really strong time-oriented mission behind yep. it. You so needed, that could you be needed okay the too. goal, and I did not need the goal. Yeah, I needed. I I have goals so much that I need to not have a goal. I love goals. I know you do. Uh, the next one on your list is energy management. Yes. Um. So I'm in a constant battle with my health to figure out from day to day how much energy I have and how to sustain it. Um, if you've read about spoon theory, I've written about it. I've talked about it on social. Um, as a way to help measure energy and communicate energy. Yep. Um, and when I, historically, <laughs> when I am feeling really great, I do all the things, I blow it out, and the next day I can't get out of bed. And on the days where I have no spoons, I do nothing. Um, and I'm working with my therapist to like balance that out. Yeah. So on days where I don't feel like doing anything, just do something. Uh, whether it's a shower or sitting upright for a few minutes uh, on days where I feel like I have a lot of energy to kind of hold back and rein it in. Right. Um, and Ben's been really good for me in saying like, hey, you look like you're on fire <laughs> moving around the house today. Why don't you take a breath? Um, so um, I tried to manage my energy better. Uh, one of the things that was a gift for over our trip was that I did school with the kids in the morning yep. while Ben had alone time every day. Mm-hmm. And in the afternoon, I had alone time while he hung out with the kids. And then we did like family dinner and hang out before bed um i needed that time to rest uh and for me i mean that'll that'll tie into another point coming up but i needed the time to manage my energy for sure what's some tools that people can use to manage their own energy um tools tools are great um allowing yourself to figure out what you need to manage your energy so it's kind of this is like a blurry tool i would call it there's not like a 
pull it out of your tool belt. Um, but being, being self-aware enough to say I'm out of energy mm-hmm. and it happens when I do this activity or when I'm with people. I mean, as an introvert, if I'm with people too much, I'm just drained. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I, if I could have 30 minutes after school's out of quiet time, like that would help me get through the day. Um, sometimes I need to say I need a babysitter so I can take a nap. Um, cause if you've ever had children or babysat children, you can't go to sleep when you're the only adult in the house without like, you can't ever fully let down. Um, so having plans is great. And then there's an actual legitimate tool for your tool belt called END. Love this. Ben says I stole it from him. We both learned it and used it separately, but he is always going to say he's right. So, uh, END stands for energizing, neutral, and draining. Mm-hmm. So when I'm making my list of to-dos, uh, figuring out what I have to do for the week, uh, I write down next to them E for energizing, N for neutral, D for draining. Uh, some of us have never even thought of our tasks that way. Yeah. So that in itself is like an awareness piece. Um, and then when I see what I've got to do uh, and I have like a day full of things that drain me, I'm like, ooh, that's not healthy for me. It does not do well. Yeah. Um, and when there are days full of really energizing things, it's more fun, but my physical body still is affected by it. Right. Some people don't have control over their schedule the way that I do. Um, and so my encouragement is to, you know, be aware of those things and do what you can in your control within your work environment. Yeah. Um, to help stay balanced because if you're doing a lot of draining tasks or neutral tasks, uh, it's like a quick road to burnout. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, and so, yeah, blocking tasks so that you're doing things you enjoy with some draining things mixed in um, is helpful. Yeah. Uh, for me, what what I utilized with END was my reoccurring tasks. Mm-hmm. I spread out using END and I never had the time to break down my tasks weekly that came up that week or that day. Yeah. Because I just, that was way too much for me. But I what was really beneficial to my overall health was to go, okay, I know these things, these 10 things I have to do every week. And I know three of them are energizing and four of them or whatever. And I spread those out in a way that meant a little bit more of an even week for me. Yeah. And that was all that I could control. And that was enough to make a difference. So That's don't awesome. feel like you're trapped because you, you, I'm at, you know, somebody else's beck and call all yeah. the time. There are things that you do every week that I guarantee you can rearrange and you have the freedom over that's what you can control, what you have uh, the freedom to do. So That's good, Ben. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, we are at like 23 minutes, something like that. So I know we're over this week. Uh, you can always hit pause and come back to this next, you know, in the next couple of days. But we're going to keep blazing through. It's going to be a little bit longer of an episode. The We've next only one, got two more. I know. The next one's more solitude. Tell us about that. Well, this is one of those where I mentioned it, you may not need this as much as I do as a listener. Um, but... I could write about this for days and days. So the short version here is that solitude to me is different than having alone time or what people call me time or downtime. Um, solitude is like intentional time um, for me to do whatever like I sense I need in my mind, body, mm-hmm. spirit. Um, it helps my mental health a lot. What I've learned is that regularly I need quiet. I get overstimulated really quickly, like even with a fan on in the background or background noise on a TV or kids um, have a hard time concentrating. And so 
rest, journaling, connecting with how I'm feeling. Um, As an Enneagram 3, I tend to be a people pleaser and a performer, so I'm pretty adaptable. Um, If I don't get solitude, I can forget who I am really quickly, Um, which is interesting to know. Yeah. Um, Meditation, breathing, reading. I love to learn, so learning about topics that interest me. Um, And it helps kind of ground me and, and help me figure out what I'm doing in this life, quite frankly. (laughs) So uh, the tool that we mentioned earlier, having a separate alone time at Seabrook, um, scheduling time for solitude um, helps make it a priority. So even if you can only put 15 minutes in your calendar, uh, maybe take part of your lunch break where you're intentional and you meditate or you, um, you know, read or whatever the thing is that helps you, like turn turn your phone off, set a timer so that you're not watching the clock the whole time. Uh, like, oh, I'll be late back to work. Well, just set a timer. Calm down. <laughs> you can do it. Um, and don't feel guilty for it. I think that's a big one for me. Um, because when I'm down sick or taking time for myself, it's easier for me to be sick and away from my family because I don't feel as guilty. When I am intentionally taking time for myself, my mental health, I feel more guilty because uh, I'm like, oh, I should be out there. I should be doing that. And I hate the word should. And you will learn that the more you get to know me. Um, so choose choose guilt-free time. Um, and then write down some reminders of why you need it. Um, I listed some out in the blog, but you're worth that time. You're worth having healthy mind, spirit, body. You're worth uh, the energy it takes to set aside 15 minutes. Like If that's healthy and helpful for you to connect with yourself, do it. That's good. All right, the last one. More quality family time. More quality time. family time. Talk I say... Quality family time for a reason, um, because we could be together like in quarantine, like we've been for so long, and that's not quality. We're just all existing in the same space. Um, quality time makes us feel connected to each other. It helps us remember why we love each other, um, and the, some of the things we learn in that time is how to have an uninterrupted conversation. Uh, particularly with kids, that's hard for me to like look one of our kids in the eye and give them that attention. Yeah. Um, going for long walks, cooking together. Um, the kids and I did a fun little, like I bought a bunch of healthy food they'd never had before and we did a taste test one night um, and they thought it was the coolest thing ever and they didn't actually like any of the food, but they liked the time with right. me. Um, we, Our kids like to play board games, so we're learning to play Uno and all the fun little things and then laughing Um, I think laughing's critical to our health. Um, And so that's the quality family time that Mm -hmm. even in the midst of physical pain or emotional pain, uh, if you find ways to connect and look each other in the eye without being distracted by technology or a device or, you know, fill in the blank with whatever distracts you, um, we can feel so connected to the people we value and we love. And that's what life's really about. Yeah, it's really good. Tools for that? Tool. Uh, block your calendar. Now, I'm going to talk about this all the time because I'm such an advocate for like owning your own time and not letting your time control you. Build in some time each week. It doesn't have to say what you're doing, but it can say family time. And then when someone says, hey, can you hang out? Or hey, can you work extra? And you see that it says family time. Uh, that means you have made a commitment and that you're prioritizing that over working extra hours or going out with your friends. Um, and 
it's the same with your solitude. Like, oh, I've already made a commitment during that time. You don't owe anyone else an explanation. That's um, good. But if you don't intentionally plan for it, it's not going to happen. It's really good. Wow. You learned a lot. I learned a lot. You learned a lot. And now we've recorded it yeah. both in print and audio form. Yeah. This was not for you guys at all. This is just for Brooke to not forget. And Ben will uh, frequently play clips of mm-hmm. the places I'm failing. Yes, that's the plan. To remind least. me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you would never do that. That's not how we roll. Uh, this has been a an extended bonus years podcast episode. We're really glad that you listened. Brooke, mm-hmm. tell them what they are going to hear next week. It's very special. Oh my special. gosh, next week is very special. I have a friend coming on uh, to talk about pregnancy and infant loss awareness um, October, October, yes, October, October mm-hmm. is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Uh, my friend Danette Nail is coming on the podcast to it's talk so about um, life losing babies. Yeah, and uh, it's just going to be another one of those difficult, real, raw conversations. Yeah, Danette is one of the most real people you will ever ever get the chance to have a conversation with. So I think it's going to be something you will not want to miss. It's the second interview we've ever done on the uh, podcast. So Brooke will be sitting down with Danette next week to talk about that. So do not miss the, either the blog post that'll come out uh, next Friday or the uh, podcast that yeah. will come out the following week. It's going to be really good. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this, rate it. Tell us how awesome we are. Um, subscribe, hit that button. Because you don't want to miss a single episode of the bonus years, do you? Nope. Sure don't. Sure don't. Thanks for uh, listening today. I'm Ben. And I'm Brooke, signing off. I guess that's what we're going to do now. That's a thing we're doing. We've never done that before. Let's okay. never do it again. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.